I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. Later this month, on the 20th to the 24th of March, Paris Blockchain Week will take place at the Carousel du Louvre. With me is Michael Amar, co-founder of Paris Blockchain Week. So we are going to be previewing what's happening. What is going to be the hot topic at Paris Blockchain Week this year? So we actually have a quite busy schedule throughout the week. So we start with uh, an hackathon with uh, Ripple and Solana as the main partners. And then we go with a talent fair, which is going to be the largest talent fair in the Web3 space. Over 1,500 candidates are going to pitch and uh, talk to actual recruiters like uh, companies from you know Binance, Ledger, Sower, Sandbox, and many others. And the same day, we actually have an investor's day that is the conclusion of a startup competition that we've announced with Google. We received over 750 applications, and there will be a jury with a team Draper, uh, with a Google, uh, with Caring Group that's going to select three out of the of the 10 finalists. And actually, there's going to be a shooting of meetthedrapers.com, which is the TV show from, from Tim Draper and his family. Um, next day is going to be a day, day dedicated for NFT and Metaverse. So on one side, from the speaker side, we actually have the doors of the technologies that are behind NFTs and Metaverse, whether it's the founders of Animoca Brands or the co-founder of Polygon, for example. But we're going to have sort of very large companies using them, like, for example, the CEO of Reddit, uh, with uh, you know uh, launching his avatars uh, slash NFTs uh, with a polygon, also along with some celebrities, and one of them is Pierre Gasly, the Formula One driver uh, that is involved also with NFTs. So it will be three stages full of uh, speeches all, all day long, and an exhibition hall inside the Louvre. Then we have this amazing private dinner um, in under the pyramid, and Wednesday, Thursday, the topics are more focused on blockchain, DeFi pure technology, and uh, we, we tackle open finance, and uh, we tackle what happened with FTX and how not to do this again. How not to, at the same time, how to rebuild trust after what happened. That's also one of the big topics we're going to address. And this goes with regulation. There will be a few topics on regulation, obviously, uh, with people from the EU and various jurisdictions. So there's going to be another two days still at the Louvre. Uh, with talks around, you know, post-technology regulation, uh, market in general. So we are very B2B audience at conference. It's interesting to me that you talk quite a lot there about regulation, about what governments have got to do and how not to see a repeat of FTX. It is inevitable that the regulators are going to move into blockchain and the Web3 space because there have been a number of problems, and I'm being polite when I put it that way, there have been a number of problems with the technology, with the adoption of the technology. Would you not agree? There is problems with the adoption of technology, mostly because of UI and UX, uh, and how difficult it is still today to buy crypto, to secure your crypto. That's one topic. The other topic is also the abuse that have been made, right? A lot of scammers. Uh, try to uh, rob people, but it's human nature. So it's not the technology. The same way that people try to steal your credit card online, people try to steal your crypto. The biggest issue is human nature. Like FTX, the guy put money, uh, you know, without any uh, uh, sightseeing on it from the regulators or from the, his investors and send money to another company of him. It's not because of technolo- technology. He could have done it in, you know, 
any other uh, with any other technology. And we're seeing banks paying fines every day. The bottom line, though, is that for blockchain to be broadly accepted and embraced by people who are other than enthusiasts, if I can put it that way, it does have to be brought into a situation where people can understand it more clearly, people can trust it. And we talk about blockchain being immutable, and that's the great thing about it. But you actually have to sell the trust concept to a much broader audience. I'm totally with you. There's a trust thing. Trust also goes with, you know, if you have an online bank like Revolut, I send you money, you see it, it's clear, it's easy. You understand it's fair and secured. And we haven't gotten to this point with crypto for the masses, right? It's still hard to open a wallet, understand what is a private key, which uh, currency to buy. So there's a lot of education that needs to be done, but also ease of access and transfer from fiat to crypto. So a lot is going with trust, but also, you know, UI, UX. I think that's very important. How so? Could you be more specific? The user experience is that, uh, okay, let's say I want to buy an NFT. But before I buy an NFT, in most cases, I need to buy crypto. Which crypto is it? I need to understand there's different cryptos. Oh, it's Ethereum. So I need to buy the Ethereum. Then I need to send this money to the wallet that's going to buy my NFTs. And perhaps they don't accept Ethereum. I need to change, swap it again for W Ethereum, wrapped Ethereum. And then I want to transfer it to someone else. And it should be a click away. You know, when you're using your browser, you don't think it's HTTPS. Or when you're on your iPhone, you don't think about SDKs. And it's too technical. It's too complicated. We shouldn't see it's blockchain technology. It should be an app and a swipe left, up, down, and hit the button. And that's it. There's too much friction in buying the digital assets today. I'll give you another analogy, if I may. I drive a car. I don't need to be a mechanic to drive the car. And you know, still today, I have friends who've been in the space for four or five years, and they're getting scammed themselves, and they're super good, and they're technical. So it's still, um, you know, for a happy few, if you think about it. And this has to change if you want to reach the next billion users. Well, you're talking specifically about crypto and, and digital assets more broadly and NFTs. But blockchain has uses outside of that arena. And there's an awful lot of interest, of course, in it for things like trade finance. Yeah, companies like Ripple or others, for example, they help you you bypass the X number of intermediaries. You can send a wire to, uh, I mean, you can send crypto to, or even actually fiat, but using blockchain rails to Brazil and instantly, and with removing uh, a few intermediaries and uh, with a fraction of the cost. So obviously, that's a, that's a clear, very clear usage, which is good for the people because you have the diaspora people working very hard to send money home. And if the bank in the middle is taking too high of commission, it really is a burden for these people. Uh, if we can remove the costs and the time it takes to get this money, then it's a huge benefit for, I think, humanity in general. Customs are using it. Luxury houses are using it to check that did you buy the Gucci bag really at the Hong Kong airport or was it on a market uh, in the street? And it can be tagged and you can see if it's, a, if it's a legit one or not when you're buying secondary, for example. As I said, there are all sorts of uses. How do you see 
Paris Blockchain Week evolving. This is the fourth one coming up now. When we're looking at the tenth one, what's going to be the evolution over the the rest of this decade? Wow, tenth one. So you you're actually going fast forward seven years, which in our space is like seventy years. <laughs> so I totally have no clue. What I I hope what we try to do is to try to make you know this industry again reach the the billion users and what we've. To be very honest with you, when FTX crashed and, and, and the crisis that went with it, we we're asking ourselves, okay, how, how do we see the space in a few years? And say, okay, we believe that in three or four years, the, the, the brands, the corporates, the tech giants will adopt this technology. Let's already build a narrative around it. How would, will they use it and, and why and for what purposes and what will be the implications for the users? And we said, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's put a team out from Web 2 to Web 3. And I think it was a wishful thinking when we decided September, October, but actually it resonated pretty well as our latest partners are Amazon and Google. We have uh, MasterCard and, and Visa coming and JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs uh, talking. Usually these people will not have come to crypto conference. They will go to a fintech conference covering a bit of crypto, but they will not be coming to this you know, nuclear only uh, crypto rabbit hole guys. And now we're merging the two words. Brands are coming, corporates are coming, companies that work to giants are coming. And this is what, I mean, hopefully will lead to mass market adoption. So I would say, you know, a few years from now, blockchain technology will be used in every industry. Real estate, purely finance, sports, art, everywhere. So we might need to go deeper in each vertical. Uh, That's what I see. Michael Amar, co-founder of Paris Blockchain Week, thank you very much. And the event itself takes place on the 20th to the 24th of March, surprisingly enough, in Paris.